You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Thinking Sideways is not supported by a desert native in hip waders. Instead, it's supported by the generous donations of our listeners on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash thinking sideways to learn more. And thanks. Thinking Sideways. I don't understand. Does not compute. You never know. What? Stories of things we simply don't know the answer to. Well, hi there. Welcome to another episode of Thinking Sideways. I'm Joe, joined as always by... Steve. This week, we're going to be talking about the disappearance of Devin. What happened to Devin from Thinking Sideways? She was supposed to be at the recording studios at 7 p.m. It's 7.05 and she's not here. All right, theories. She ran away to start a new life. Uh, can you get that? Yeah. Sorry, guys. Sorry I'm late. Oh. I was tweeting. Oh. Sorry. Okay, sorry. Ah. Okay. Okay. Hey. Well, time to find a new mystery. Uh, hang on a second while I go to the Google. Uh, and please enjoy this really restful elevator music. Hi there. Welcome to another episode of Thinking Sideways. I'm Joe, joined as always by... Devin. And... Steve. Yeah. This week we're going to talk about a few mysteries surrounding Queen Elizabeth I of England. Some of you guys may have heard of her. 
Once or twice. Yeah. I guess. Uh, and uh, these are a couple of different mysteries that have been suggested to us by so many people that I'm not going to give you guys a shout out except to say thanks for the, the suggestions. Well, there's uh, a lot of mysteries around her. Yeah. There are some mysteries around her. Uh, one of the first mysteries that she, that she was involved in was the misplaced colony of Roanoke. Misplaced. Also, also known as a colony we can't seem to put our hands on at the moment. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's uh, the best The colony of ever. nothing to see here. Yeah, exactly. Please move along. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Don't, yeah, don't mind the alien burn marks uh-huh, in the ground or uh-huh. any of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but she was involved in that because uh, she wanted to get England a toehold in the New World. Every, all the Europeans were doing that. It was, it was all the rage back in those days. Still uh, is. Yeah, yeah. She, she granted a charter to Sir Walter Raleigh to found a settlement in what would become Virginia which is named after Elizabeth because she was queen. the virgin queen. Yeah. She other was. Nick, yeah, other nicknames. Apparently. Yeah, good queen bass. And, and I think she had a, one or two other nicknames. She had a lot of them. Yeah, she did. And here's the, but another mystery about her is people have been wondering for a long, long time, they still are today, is did she ever have a child? And that is one of them. It's a, yeah, that's a, it's a big one, yeah. 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 And I, uh, I'm just going to jump in here real quick and say that historic mysteries like this, it will probably not surprise any of our listeners, uh, bother me a little bit. I am not super stoked on the idea of the public fascination of, was this woman a virgin? Was she not? Did she have a child? Did she not? Though I understand in this one circumstance that it is of historic significance and totally worth an episode. So if I seem a little cranky, that's why. Sorry, guys. Mm, yeah. yeah, well, the... Uh, is, is it, as so box said, away. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, expect, <laughs> yeah, expect a little crankiness there. Um, but, uh, you know, it is, it is kind of something to ponder because she said she was. She said mm-hmm. she was going to remain unmarried and a virgin, mm-hmm. yada, yeah. yada, yada, yada. Yeah. But she royal, made a big deal out of it. Yeah, the yeah. royal courts back in those days were kind of libidinous places. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. There a lot, there's a lot of hanky-panky going on. So yeah, how did she manage to pull that one off? Yeah. i, I got to be honest with the, the stuff that I've read about the things that went on in court and, mm. and all of the political dealings. I know I've probably said this before, and I'll probably say it again. I don't even understand how the royalty managed to exist with all of the games they were playing. Oh, yeah. oh, but then yeah. again, I don't understand how mm-hmm. the political system in our own country, which is pretty similar, yeah. has managed to get along as long as it has. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so luckily, the mystery that we're talking about is, did Elizabeth have a kid, not was she a virgin? Which is one that people have suggested, and I have outright refused every single time. Because <laughs> uh, I just, I don't care to talk about that. But we are going to talk about today, right? Did she have a kid or not? Whether she had a kid or not. So yeah. let's get to it. Let's solve this. Yeah. Uh, but before I get into the mystery thing, I think I should give everybody a little background on Elizabeth the first. Yeah, um, in case you haven't heard of her. Yeah, that's well, right. a little history lesson here. It'll be brief. Don't worry. Um, don't go away. Well, uh, I watched the Tudors, so I know all of this. Oh, okay. Elizabeth was born... It's the same as Game of Thrones, right? Yeah. Yeah, pretty okay. much. Real history. It's all yeah. Documentary. Yeah, with real dragons. Yeah. Yeah, well, we, I mean, England always had that giant ice wall, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah. Right. Sweet. Go ahead, Joe. Okay, so she was born 1533, the daughter of Henry VIII and Anne Boleyn, who was his second wife. Henry VIII, I am, I am. Yeah, and I'm sure you guys have all heard of Henry VIII and his six wives, but if you haven't, here's a quick rundown. Uh, Henry was the second monarch in the Tudor line, and he and his first wife, Catherine of Aragon, had a daughter who would later become Queen Mary I, and then Henry got impatient with Catherine because she had actually six children, but only one of them survived. Three of them were stillborn, and two of them died shortly after childbirth. Mm-hmm. And, and so he, she hadn't given him a son, and he wanted a royal really, son. Which was really, really strangely valued. It was, very much at the time, yeah. Uh, so he decided to move on, and uh, so he found, he found this new girl, Anne Boleyn, 
uh, and married her. There's one hitch, though. He needed to persuade the Pope to annul his marriage to Catherine, and the Pope said no. <laughs> Understandably, the, mm. the, the church does the not Catholic condone... The church, yeah. ...does not condone divorce. Well, yeah. they're a little more lenient on at, it these days, but well, at that time, yeah, yeah. they no, were like, time, nah... Yeah. It was seriously, yeah. seriously a I just, I love the fact that the Church of England was created because a king was like, you know what? I, I don't really you. like my wife anymore. I know. I know. That's the whole reason for it. I, I really want to bang this more attractive younger chick. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I, Steve is like laughing. He's like about to fall off his chair <laughs> yeah. over here. But no, I mean, like that's that's basically what Henry said was I I'm not interested in my wife anymore. I'm interested in someone else now. So yeah, she's younger. He created an yeah. entire new church and religion basically because he wanted to do something else. Yeah. There's been quite a few figures in history who have done very similar things. I know though. it's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> That's the story. Uh, yeah. uh, after marrying Anne Boleyn, she gave birth to Elizabeth. And then two and a half years after Elizabeth was, was born, apparently Henry was getting a little tired and was ready to move on again. He wanted uh, somebody younger. Yeah, or maybe Anne was just too naggy or something. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, so, I'm sure that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Henry accused her of adultery and had her put to death. Uh, another character I should mention here is Cat Ashley, Catherine Ashley. She was appointed as Elizabeth's governess when she was four years old. And that's when Elizabeth, when Elizabeth was, was when Elizabeth four. was four. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that was that was a prestigious title, right? Yeah. Like we oh, yeah. should be clear, it was it's not just yeah of a princess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a serious thing. I mean, yeah. And uh, she was well educated, cat that was, and she taught uh, taught Elizabeth astronomy, geography, history, mathematics, uh, French, Italian, Spanish, Flemish. I Apparently. was I was actually yeah. really surprised when I was reading that I didn't I never realized that Elizabeth I had such a knack for languages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she evidently was really really, really good, good at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I, well, I don't know you, why that caught me so off guard. But when it did. you start learning languages at four, that's a very good point. I hadn't thought yeah. about that. That makes a big yeah. difference. I think. Yeah, I you know I I know I've mentioned this before, but I have a fair number of friends who are very fluent in multiple languages and all of them, even if they started learning the languages that they're now fluent in later in life, they all ended, they all had, you know, bilingual parents basically. So they were raised with that knack. And I think it's something that a lot of kids learn early mm-hmm. on. So, you know, yeah. if she started learning other languages at four, she was going to be good at them. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Elizabeth was pretty smart. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, really smart. Yeah. I but, but Kat was important. Yeah, Kat was a yeah. very important figure. Well, the person who raises figure. you yeah, is really important. Yeah, she was essentially her mother. Absolutely, yeah. Because, as you know, Henry, well, her stepmothers came and went. Mm-hmm. It went fairly <laughs> rapidly. <laughs> Quite a few yeah. of them. As it turns out, yeah. 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 And, uh, well, I mean, but frankly, even if you know, a stepmother managed to stay for even 10, 15 years, it, it doesn't really matter because the, the queen at that time isn't, nobility isn't really that involved in raising their kid. Mm, no. That's just not, how it was then. Not really that yeah. much, yeah. Uh, so anyway, but the reason I brought up Cat is just that she plays a role in some of these stories. Yeah, you know? she does. Yeah. yeah no. uh, back to Henry VIII for a little bit. His next wife, Jane Seymour, finally produced a male heir, Edward. He became King Edward VI after Henry died. Uh, he was nine. He immediately decreed that all candy in England belonged to him. Uh, <laughs> I would do the same thing. Uh, hell yeah. Yeah. Even now, maybe I might be like, you know what? English candy's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they do it pretty well. You know. And unfortunately for Edward, he only ruled until he was uh, 16 when he died of Gee. diabetes. <laughs> did he actually die of diabetes? No. What no. did he die of? You know, I don't remember. He did not decree that all candy was his. No, no, actually he didn't. <laughs> no, he was uh, he was always very sickly. Yeah. And he was very he had uh, something with his lungs. He was 
like pneumonia. He seemed to take on things like that or get that all the time. He had breathing issues. He uh, he had a lot of fluid in his lungs because it. I remember he got sick and it was winter time and then he started getting better and then he started getting ill again in the summer when it should have been warm and his lungs should have dried out. And I don't, you know, it may be determined at this point exactly what, what it was that he suffered from, but I don't remember what it was, but I know it was basically pneumonia. Mm-hmm, probably out of that or his half sister, Mary poisoned him. Well, because, yeah. well, guess who got the, guess who got the throne next? Mary. 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 Mary the first. Yeah. Not not Mary well, Queen of Scots. Right? Well, not directly. No, not not Mary immediately. Queen of yeah. Mary didn't oh, get no, it there immediately. Was, there was a little interim period there, of yes. nine days. Yeah, yeah. There was a little interim period. There was some contention. Uh, well, first of all, there was a little contention about Mary the first, whether she was legitimate or not, because the the, the marriage had been annulled mm-hmm. to her mother and all that stuff. But it was eventually it was all sorted out, and Mary got the got the throne in fifteen fifty three. And she ruled for five years until 1558 when she died. And during this time, there were some plots against Mary that may or may not have involved Elizabeth. I know that these plots that wanted to topple her and put Elizabeth on the throne, but whether Elizabeth Elizabeth actually participated in these is kind of an open question. And thought that Mary wasn't not. popular. No, Mary wasn't that popular. Pretty much nobody, nobody yeah. seemed to have really liked, liked her. her. Yeah, yeah. no. Yeah, and Elizabeth was younger and prettier, and, and people mm-hmm. just seemed to like her better, you know? it's. So. I mean, you know, frankly, it did seem that people didn't like Mary's mother very much. Mm-hmm. The people seemed to kind of like, and at least in my reading, I, you know, I'm not... I'm not British, so I don't know. But uh, yeah, I'm definitely not fully versed in this this time frame. So. Yeah, but it did no, seem to me that people like Anne Boleyn was like the people's wife, the of people's Henry. choice. You know, yeah. people really liked her like for whatever Di. reason or not. Yeah, yeah. kind of. Yeah. And so they liked Elizabeth more than they really liked any of the other kids. Mm-hmm. That's what it seemed like to me, at least. Yeah, that's fair. Back to the back to the plots against Mary. Uh, Elizabeth spent some time in the Tower of London, I think around a year, and there was actually a question at the time of whether she might get executed or not for her maybe participation in these plots. Uh, but again, as I said, there really wasn't much evidence that she was actually involved in any of them. And I'm thinking I'm thinking Mary probably was reluctant to execute Elizabeth because they'd actually been kind of close in childhood. Yeah. Even though they were only half sisters, there was kind of a schism between them when she went to the throne. Mm-hmm. But things they, they sort of got a lot colder towards one another. Yeah. Well, I mean, but, they were sisters, and yeah, yeah. You know, half sisters or sisters. They were and, raised and together. How, and how old were they at that point, too? I mean, and Mary was quite a bit older than, and she was yeah. like at ten least seven years? years old. At least seven mm-hmm. years old. Okay. Maybe maybe ten years. But yeah. how old was Elizabeth? She wasn't that much older, was she? Yeah, they were younger. You mean? No, I'm sorry. Then um, then Edward. Yeah, she was. Uh, I think about the time that Mary took the throne. I think, I think Elizabeth was nineteen or twenty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah, not that much older. Mm-hmm. Maybe five, four or five years. Yeah, at yeah. the most. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. One last little bit of th- of history. Um, when Elizabeth ascended to the throne, many English Catholics didn't accept her as legitimate. Right. Right. Because Henry's marriage to Anne Boleyn was, Anne Boleyn illegitimate. was illegitimate in their yeah. eyes. Um, and so she'd have been a bastard. She was, mm-hmm. yeah, she was a bastard, and therefore not a, not a legitimate heir to the throne. Mm-hmm. And this time, it's believed that Henry VIII had actually had numerous flings and affairs, and that he actually had what? male, yeah, he actually had male children. Yeah, he did, but, but they couldn't take the throne, right? Because they were yeah. illegitimate. Yeah, he seemed to really hold to the standard of I can only bring into the fold and give power to the ones who were officially recognized by marriage. Like it was, he mm. knew everybody knew that he had these kids. It wasn't a secret. Oh, yeah. but he, he was also the didn't... Robert Baratheon of 
but he did not try to also force them in and say, I have a boy. This is my boy. This is going to be the king. Except mm-hmm. the boy. He's a king. Like, he mm-hmm. didn't do that at all. No. I, it, the tenants were in place. Even Henry. Henry pushed the rules, and he redefined them in a lot of ways, but he knew there was only so far he could go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, they yeah. think it's hard to say, you know, oh, I um, slept with this woman who sleeps with a lot of people one time, and now she suddenly has a son, and he's totally going to be the next king of England. You're welcome, mm-hmm. everyone. I have yeah. no way to know if he's actually my son or not. But That's another good point. Right. You want to make absolutely sure he actually is your son. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Which, although with, uh, yeah. Not that easy at that time. Yeah. No. 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 Uh, well, back to Elizabeth, though. Um, uh, <laughs> we keep yeah. steering you off course. Sorry. Right, you guys totally are. But uh, as I, you mentioned Mary, Queen of Scots. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mary, Queen of Scots, felt that she did have a better claim to the throne than Elizabeth. Right, because it was legitimate, though, distant. Yeah, right? though, more distant relation to Henry VIII, but uh, you know, all legitimate and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she never got any traction on that claim. Uh, and eventually, she was overthrown in Scotland and wound up taking refuge in England, threw herself on Elizabeth Mer- Elizabeth's mercy, and but couldn't refrain from mucking around in a few little plots um, against Elizabeth. And so in February 1587, Elizabeth had her beheaded. Yeah. Yeah. Well, although she said at the time that uh, she didn't really mean for her to be beheaded. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, well, how do, okay, explain how does this go down? Yeah, she, had, she, she had signed Mary's death warrant, but she told her secretary not to send it off. Mm. But apparently certain other important persons uh, either misunderstood the meeting of at least one word in that order <laughs> or, or something. <laughs> no, actually what happened is it was like the, the Privy Council was called uh, you know, without Elizabeth knowing about it. And they decided to, well, we've got the death warrant. Let's carry it out. And they did. Got it. Yeah, Elizabeth was upset about that, or at least she pretended to be. Uh, there's some thought, some people think that perhaps she wasn't upset about it at all. And that she actually was the reason that it happened. Yeah, and she, yeah. That she just wanted a little plausible deniability. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, I mean, Mary would have been a uh, a serious threat to have well, floating and, around. And yeah. Mary was quite popular with a lot of people. With some people she was, but and at the same time, I, I think Elizabeth uh, did not want, even though she wanted Mary out of the way permanently, mm-hmm. Uh, she didn't like the idea of killing royalty. She wasn't, I think she just wasn't really, she wasn't a killer at heart. I mean, though. Well, she had a number of people put to death. She did, but yeah, I she was also, not afraid to. I don't have the but, sense that she necessarily was in cold blood, you know, thinking, well, this person might vaguely want to kill me, so I'm going to have yeah. them throw, you know, I, yeah, that no. doesn't seem. No, she wasn't, she wasn't her. Chairman Mao or anything yeah, like that, yeah. not at all. No. Yeah. Briefly, this is like one of my favorite little period bubbles, periods of time. This whole, you know, nobility in this era. The Elizabethan era? England, not the Elizabethan area as a whole. I mean, yes, that is like very interesting to me from a costume designer perspective. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, it's interesting clothes, but just like the whole little bubble of nobility in this time is like very fascinating to me. So I'm sorry because I know I'm the person who keeps taking us off track. <laughs> Yeah, no, so cool. we're not even close to getting into the mystery, but yeah, no, we're, we're on the maybe Joe will that. be able to do that now yeah. that I've apologized for being the person. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I'm uh, sorry. Some of that royal scheming and all that stuff is kind of is kind of fascinating. It's just so interesting. I, yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I have a hard time keeping ever because there's always a bajillion players in these stories, and it's always confusing to me. And they always have the same names. Thank mm, you. A lot right. Of that going and on. The, but the other thing that always cracks me up about this period is everybody 
romanticizes it and goes on and on and how wonderful it must have been. And I'm always like, are you kidding me? They painted their faces with lead paint I don't and pooped <laughs> in the streets. I, I don't want to live. Yeah, I don't want to live there. We live in a Gilded Age yeah, now. Yeah. And I'm sorry, when you're in a castle where there's, you know, all kinds of vermin running around and the only reason you don't see it is because the maids are sweeping up their droppings every morning, mm -hmm. which, by the way, spread a bunch of diseases, it's not a time to just be hanging out. Life no. sucks. Yeah. It did even yeah I mean people just the, even the, for nobility you know really poor people in America today are, are just so much better off materially speaking than yeah. royalty was back in those yeah. days yeah well I mean yeah. even uh, nobility almost you know had it almost worse off again because you know it was that whole we got to paint our faces white and it was lead paint mm -hmm. and we've got to do all of these things to make ourselves look rich and they're just poisoning their bodies yeah. and it's horrible but it's still very fascinating to me it so, is mm -hmm. again. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, we're super off track again. We are off Let's track. Let's keep going. Bit. That's okay. Speaking of all the scheming and everything like that, I mean, this is just the British royal family, but imagine what it would be like to be a member of the Saudi royal family. Because oh, Ibn Saud, the founder uh, of yeah, Saudi Arabia, yeah, had crazy. 200 children. Yeah. Oh my God. Insane, right? <laughs> yeah. What about what about like um what, what about Genghis Khan even? I mean, like. There's like a twenty percent chance that any human being has his DNA. Yeah, right. Yeah. Anyone? Like, let's on, talk about that. Anyone for a who's second. descended from mainland China, mm. I think. No, it's not twenty percent. It's eighty percent. It's it's insane. It's an insane amount. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. He he populated that entire country himself. Yeah. yeah. He was yeah. even worse than Henry VIII. Yeah. yeah. He was. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. now that we've just talked about all kinds of naughty business, let's talk about a virgin queen. Let's talk about her. Uh, the mystery is, did she, have a, did she have a kid? Elizabeth was never married, and there's been a lot of speculation about why. And I'm not so surprised, personally, because her mother and her stepmother, Catherine Howard, uh, were both beheaded by Henry VIII. Yeah, um, did not have great... Stereotypes. Stereotypes? No, no. Not a, um, did not... Idyllic? No. Idyllic well, marriages didn't have really good prototypes uh, for marriage. It was yeah. I mean, she just uh, the, 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 what she saw of marriage was just wasn't good. No. Yeah, uh, but her, her friend Robert Dudley, who we'll be talking about a little bit, they they knew each other since the age of eight, and they were very close all throughout their lives. He said that much later that after the execution of Catherine, Catherine Howard, that is, Elizabeth told him that she would never marry. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can see, see why she might be a little cynical about the whole marriage thing. Yeah. But plus also marriage meant having kids, which was dangerous back in those days. As I said, Catherine of Aragon had six kids, three of whom were stillborn and two of, two of whom died right after birth. Yeah. And that's a lot. Yeah. To, and that was not uncommon at all back yeah. in those no. days. Yeah. That's a lot of suffering to go through for no results. It really is. Yeah. And there's, I mean... I, and that, that sounds crass. I understand yeah. what you're getting at. Yeah. No, you're, it doesn't sound... I mean, it's, it's a reality of... Well, but I, it yeah. sounds harsh, but you're right. It is a reality. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the chances of you dying in childbirth at that time is insane. Not only, you know, to give birth to a stillborn child or a child who dies shortly after that, mm. the fact that you might die mm -hmm. in yeah. childbirth was extremely high. Uh -huh. I also wonder if maybe there was a bit of, um, she was queen, she was ruling a country, but it, you know, typically nobility was men. So yeah. I almost wonder if, you know, she thought if I marry someone, they will suddenly be in charge. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's very right? true. So that could have been part of it as well. And mm -hmm. I know yeah, she didn't want to share power. There's, I mean, there's a lot of reasons, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And, and another reason was that she had potential suitors among the royalty of Europe. Yeah. Uh, one of which was King Philip of Spain, which was Spain at that time was a lot more powerful than Britain. And uh, it was, it was thought that Philip might stage a hostile takeover. 
meaning like an invasion. And eventually, eventually the Spanish did. You remember the Spanish Armada? Oh, yeah. well, yeah. yeah, they they were always in, they were all at war with each other yeah. constantly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, but uh, she kind of wanted to keep it ambiguous with Philip, you know, like she, maybe he was because he was interested in marrying her. She was, was keeping him in the friend zone. Right. Yeah, she was, yeah. And, uh, and so she was just sort of keeping him put off because he was thinking, hey, if I marry Elizabeth, England is mine yeah. without having to fire a shot. Yeah. And so, I got 99 problems, but England ain't one. Yeah, <laughs> you guess so. Uh, so Elizabeth was actually able to forestall war by doing this. Right, so by not it. marrying. Yeah, yeah, but she did it for the good of England. Yeah. yeah. She was able, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. And of course, eventually Philip did get tired of waiting, and war did break out. And there was a, that whole defeat of the Spanish Armada, which was one of Elizabeth's most spectacular successes. Of course, bad weather played a big part in that, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. say that. So, so uh, a lot of the, the the question about it, a lot of people think, wow, it's so mysterious she didn't marry. I mean, that figures into some other mysteries, too, by the way, which we'll be talking about. Yeah. But uh, it's possible. It's understandable. Okay. So, okay, so th- our mystery is, did she have a child? So how are we going to approach this? What's, what's, yeah. what, what, or how do you want to organize this, Joe? Well, I thought what I would do is I would list uh, list some of the guys that it's rumored that she had babies with. Okay. And, or uh, a baby, at least. Or at least one baby with, yeah. And there are several candidates for that. Okay. And then we'll just talk about how plausible it is yeah. that something happened. And, and then maybe we'll talk about who might be children of Queen yeah. Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about possible fathers. These so who's the, the first one here? Yeah, okay. And these are just the ones that people believe mm-hmm. may be the ones. The first candidate is Thomas Seymour. After the death of Henry VIII, his widow at that time, that was his last wife, Catherine Parr, waited about six months and remarried. <laughs> she waited. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So she married Thomas Seymour. And that's a different Thomas Seymour than might be related to... Uh, that Jane Seymour, Jane that, Seymour that gave birth to James the Sixth. Yeah. I, I think that they're these not two, related, right? I thought they, I thought that they were distantly related, oh, like okay. cousins or something like that. Okay. Again, why I get so confused when we talk it's about hard. these stories? Again, oh, they all have the same name. Yeah, I wish. I, you know what we need to do to the studios? We need to just paint that wall with a chalkboard material, and then we can just you can we can it just, draw. No, it needs to be glass, it. and we'll use dry erase. That's yeah, a, that's yeah. a good idea, yeah. actually. Yeah. But yeah, it, it it got to the point where this is so convoluted. I, I stopped trying to like you know <laughs> figure out who figure was out who exactly. You know <laughs> what the relationship between all these people was. Yeah. Well, I know I know Except, you did a bunch of legwork with it, but it is it yeah. gets out of hand very quick. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah. So yeah. Seymour. So Thomas Seymour. Uh, so she remarried, and then Elizabeth came to live with Catherine Parr and Thomas Seymour for a while. I think about ten months. And she was. Uh, 13, 14 at that time? She was, yeah, I think, around a, that. A yeah. blooming woman? Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Well, anyway, apparently Thomas uh, took a big interest in her and had a habit of showing up at Elizabeth's bedrooms, you know, like early in the morning and stuff <laughs> like that. And, and frolicking with her and tickling her and stuff for, like that. For quote-unquote tickling sessions? Yeah, yeah. Oh. So I don't know how Elizabeth felt about this. Uh, she might have been flattered by the attention, or maybe she was annoyed, or maybe a little creeped out. Uh, maybe she was really into it, and this is why he's... Put... It could potentially be the first man who has shown any attention to her. So that mm-hmm. that would be the, the argument for maybe she actually wasn't put off by it. Or, or, or you know, or he was in a position of power in her life, and she was didn't feel like she was in a place to deny what he was doing. 
Yeah, that, it, that was she maybe might have felt a little bit dependent on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, she needed. She, I mean, they had opened their home an, to her. And and she was an orphan. She was an orphan, and yeah. she was living in a style that she was maybe not necessarily accustomed to. And mm-hmm. you know, they were they were being kind to her, and so mm-hmm. she thought, well, they're they they're being nice to me, so I can't say no. And but that's what the situation was. Uh, Catherine Parr was apparently undisturbed by this behavior at first, but uh, apparently, Cat Ashley was not cool with it at all. Mm. But well, you know, yeah, Catherine had uh, participated a time or two. She had participated a few times in these tickling mm-hmm. sessions. I um, can only imagine that Catherine didn't so much like Elizabeth, mm-hmm. if only because she was an earlier child of her past husbands, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe she didn't, uh, but she liked her enough to take her in, so that was nice of her. But yeah. but apparently she decided that it would be best for Elizabeth to go live elsewhere. So mm-hmm. apparently she decided. For some reason or another, she wasn't cool with Elizabeth and her husband being under the same roof. Um, so I don't know that uh, anything ever actually happened. And, but we also uh, don't know that n- nothing happened. We also don't know that either. Mm-hmm. Um, Elizabeth left the household in May 1548 at age 14. So there was that 10-month period in which something could have happened. Yeah. And Uh-oh. and what's the, the timeline after that? Is there kind of some unaccounted for time in well, Elizabeth's timeline after that no there was never any period where she was like out of sight or anything like that Mm. where she could have just been like you know invisible Mm -hmm. but this obviously in this period of her life she was uh, a minor player yeah she was a lot less in the public eye Mm -hmm. and so it's conceivable she could have gone off somewhere and had a baby somewhere Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. especially at 13 or 14 it's not as though it's not unusual in those days yeah not even unusual these days actually but Mm, yeah yeah uh but uh and then of course the offspring of this liaison was, according to these theories, none other than William Shakespeare. Um, I'm not sure if it's the same William Shakespeare because uh, Seymour died in 1549 and Shakespeare, died, as far as I know, was born in 1564. But you don't know who Shakespeare was. It's hard to say. And actually, I'm not sure exactly what year he was born because nobody actually has his actual date of birth. Well, nobody they... actually knows who Shakespeare was. Yeah, he was born in April. He was not born. He was baptized in 1564. As William Shakespeare? I believe so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, and, the, and you know, in those days, even 100 years ago, that whole baptism thing, the whole birth record thing was kind of just whenever you felt like it. Mm-hmm. You know, I have family yeah. just a generation ago that they say, oh, yeah, this is my birth date because that's when mom wrote it in the Bible. My grandfather, in fact, found out when he enlisted in the army that he was a year older than he thought he was. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh-huh. I mean, I mean, it, it, it happens. Pretty recently, so in that in those days, it could have totally happened. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So but, okay, but here's here's my thing with this Thomas Dudley bit. Oh, I guess I should I mean, or Thomas yeah. Seymour bit. Yeah, and I want to add, I also agree, it's not good. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> okay, so the thing is, we haven't said. By the way, he was forty years old at this time. Yeah, he was a bit older than her. Thirty-nine or forty, depending yeah. on exactly when everything went down. But my problem with the whole she was pregnant with his child is today it's it's possible for girls to get pregnant as early as 12 or 13 but there's there's the stuff about there's the sexual maturity is coming earlier based on diet 
Have you ever read any of this stuff? So, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, you were looking at me like I was crazy no, for a second. I, the reason I'm looking at you like you're crazy is because it's not unreasonable to think that in that time, a girl who was 13 or 14 years old would be pregnant. See, but I, I don't The way I interpreted things, I took it as actually the norm for reproductive age was more in line with 16, 16 or 17. But that's not to say that it's not possible at... What we're talking... Rabbit test is possible as well. If we're going to say whatever's in the realm of possible. When we're talking about modern days, like puberty coming very early for girls, we're talking like 9 and 10, not like 13 and 14. That's a normal time for people to be hitting puberty. That's what I thought too. Yeah. So even in those days, 13 and 14, totally normal for somebody to be getting pregnant. We're talking like these days. Okay. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm misunderstanding what I read, but the stuff I read... You're probably reading on average. Oh yeah. And that's the thing is that I'm looking at the average. I'm not calling her an exception to the norm. Sure. I'm saying on average, mm-hmm. that's a pretty tall order. 14 to 16. Yeah. Give oh. two years. But no, I totally hear what you're saying. But yeah, but she was she was 14 when she left, so I, I think she was old enough. I really do. I, yeah. I, I, that, I, I shake Juliet. my head at this because I don't... I Romeo don't, and Juliet's the one we're I always real. go to. But, well, but I mean, <laughs> written by William Shakespeare, maybe it was inspired by his mother who got pregnant at yeah, 16 that, or 13. Who that, knows? Good possibility. Lord. Yeah. Uh, there's a, that's a whole other mystery, which we'll, I don't know if we'll ever tackle or not. Was Shakespeare? Who, who was Shakespeare? Who oh, that. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, but it, it does seem like Shakespeare is involved in this quite a bit. Yeah. In this whole Weird. Elizabeth thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, the, the other thing that I was going to say is that Seymour, like all of this stuff with him mucking about with Elizabeth. Yeah, it feels yeah. wrong, right? Well, it feels wrong. Tacky, and yeah. he, he exhibited some really questionable behavior. But he, he got his head cut off the next year. He eventually did, yeah. Because he, he was in some plot and he was sneaking into the king's residence and he set off one of the dogs. And rather than like a normal person just running away... He shot the dog and made a big to-do and then got out. Like, the guy had really bad judgment all the way around. Yeah. So, I, like, I, I question whether he was just had several screws loose and that's why he was messing with her or if it was really some weirdo power play. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, I the whole thing just, just smells really off to me. I, it, it, it was a little off. And um, it feels really convenient. Yeah. Uh, yes. Right? Yeah. Some of these feel like, okay, maybe maybe that's a legit theory, but a lot of them feel kind of like, well, that's very convenient that that would have happened at that time. Yeah, so mm-hmm. yeah. So well, let's rule him out. Although I got to say that uh, this is the period that I consider the most likely because it was before she ascended to the throne. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she would have been out of the public eye and it would have been easy for her to just kind of yeah. in nine months. It, it would have been easier. I mean, I still think it would have been pretty much impossible to keep it secret. Well, there is a way. Yeah. That it could have been kept secret. Oh, you kill everybody who knows about it. No. What's that? No, she never brought the child to term. Mm-hmm. Though it was illegal and highly frowned upon, abortions did happen. That's true. So it is possible that she ha- aborted the child, mm-hmm. and it's also possible, based on practices of it at the time, that that could have rendered her sterile, mm-hmm. which is why yeah. she then never had a kid again, mm-hmm. and maybe why she chose not to have sex again. Yeah, so, this yeah. this was this was not awesome. Don't yeah. don't really like that. Uh-huh. Thanks. No, not doing that again. Yeah, and it might be it might be that if she was truly molested by by Thomas Seymour, then maybe that kind of turned her off in the whole sex yeah, thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So there's there's a very plausible answer. Though again, I, I consider Seymour 
you know, not a good valid um, candidate. Yeah, yeah. That... There are a lot of possible reasons afterwards. Uh-huh, yeah. I, I, one reason I don't really buy into him as a father is that um, after she left Catherine Parr's household, they still maintain a very friendly correspondence, uh, which I think would be kind of, un- wouldn't you think it would be unlikely if Catherine, uh, if her husband had impregnated Elizabeth, do you think she would not be feeling all that friendly towards her? I would say that that would kind of chill the relationship. You Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, and they apparently had a good relationship. So probably not Thomas. Next on our list, Robert Dudley, uh, Earl of Leicester. And for those of you who are not British, uh, this is spelled is spelled Leicester. Leicester. Uh, but it's pronounced Leicester. I really we got to we got to start a campaign to yeah. either start adding vowels and consonants consonants to town names in general mm-hmm. just to repeat this pattern mm-hmm. or lobby all of England to change the spelling well, of the town. Well, since I'm obviously going to marry yeah. Prince Harry when I'm queen, I'll lobby for that. Oh, is he okay. not married yet? No. Because he's waiting for me. Uh, okay. uh, we were talking about Robert Dudley. Actually, one, of, one, of my, one of my favorite English town names is Dull. Yeah. And it's actually spelled the way it's pronounced, D-U-L-L. Mm-hmm. And they're the other ones that had the sister city uh, relationship with the town of Boring, Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> like, of course they do, right? I love it. And these two towns really do exist. They do. Uh, okay. I will do an episode about that. Okay, but Robert Dudley. Uh, but Robert Dudley and Elizabeth had known each other since they were eight years old. And as I, as I said, they were the best of friends. And a lot of people suspected at the time that they were lovers because they were so close. And uh, Elizabeth showered... Well, they were childhood friends. Oh, yeah. And, and, so, and so especially when you're royalty uh, and people are always trying to stab you in the back, there's probably not that many people that you can really trust. So yeah. that's got to have something to do You would think a friend since you were eight? You yeah. probably could trust. Yeah, somebody yeah. who's never who's never you know, done you wrong and yeah. everything like that. Yeah, and I think he was trustworthy, and she she showered lots and lots of favors on him, and but, and that of course made everybody think that they were lovers. Yeah, that it did. Yeah, and there was lots of other. I won't get into every little detail, but there was lots lots of reasons. But yeah, she, uh, he benefited quite a bit by his relationship with Elizabeth, financially and otherwise. And of course, uh, Elizabeth was certainly was intensely grief stricken when he died. And the kind of grief that you would that you would show display when you've lost somebody really close to you, mm-hmm. maybe a lover. Yeah, but maybe a friend. I mean, that well, could be could be that too. You know, if you have a, a true intense friend since you're eight, that person is your family. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, definitely. And especially when the actual members of your family are either like you know dead or they're off like marrying a new stepmother. Or yeah, awful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so courting so, your cousin. Yeah, he was, he was probably more family, like you say. Mm-hmm. And there was talk that they, they might potentially get married, but there was one hitch because Dudley was married himself. Uh, he married a woman named Amy Robesart, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, in 1550. And then she fell down some stairs at her home in 1560 and broke her neck, which did clear the way for Elizabeth and Robert Dudley to marry, which is handy. Yeah, but that. people considered it to be an assassination. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of speculation that, uh, that Robert Dudley had, her, had had her murdered just so he could marry Elizabeth. And so he was very unpopular in England for a time, actually for quite a, quite a long time because of that. Although, personally, I, I don't think he did it. That's yet another mystery, and you'll read the occasional article in Britain about it, you know, the unsolved mystery of her death and all that stuff. But the fact of the matter is that she had, she had like, advanced cancer at the mm-hmm. time she died. So there was, she did, yeah. There was no reason for him to murder her at all. Yeah, it was a matter of time. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, okay, we'll put that mystery down. But even without being married to Robert Dudley, it doesn't mean they couldn't have, you know, done the deed and right. had kids, yeah. or at least a kid. Uh, some, of, some of the proposed offspring were Francis Bacon. France is bacon. France is bacon. <laughs> yes, I know. France is bacon. How do you like that, French? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look at you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Actually, you could be worse things. Yeah. Absolutely. Bacon's pretty well liked. Bacon's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, Francis Bacon, of course, many people believe, was maybe really William Shakespeare. Yeah. Here he rears his ugly head again in here. So at this time, Elizabeth would have been 28. She would have been on the throne for three years. So I don't know. Again, we're, we're coming. I know where Joe is going with this, which is the hard part of hiding it. Yeah, okay. exactly. Hiding Good. a pregnancy. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, we'll talk about that in a second, though. Let's, yeah, we can talk. Yeah. yeah Let's talk a, about that in a second. I know we'll, we'll talk about that. Let me just toss a few more out there. Yeah, There's yeah. Robert Robert Devereux, the second Earl of Essex. Uh, when Devereux came onto the scene, uh, he and Elizabeth became besties, and they had they were really close. And some have even said uh, some some people have speculated that they were actually lovers, like even though he was quite a bit younger than her, significantly, significantly yes. younger. Yeah, but other people have said that they had more like a kind of a mother son relationship, and they were really close. So if it had been Devereux, then she would have been thirty two years old when he was born. Some of the reasons I think people suspect him of this is he he, uh, he was kind of a bad actor sometimes. I mean they had a they had a good relationship, but he was kind of a loose cannon. And uh, didn't he get himself killed? Well, by Elizabeth, yeah, yeah, yeah. She executed him finally, yeah. In the yeah, because he kept doing stupid stuff. Yeah, exactly. And so eventually she felt she had no choice. And I, I suppose it's possible that a mother would have her her son executed. Yeah. But seems unlikely, It though. seems kind of unlikely. Well, but he, he did some real... I mean, oh, he, he did. She kept giving him military commissions, and he kept no-showing them, uh, <laughs> which is a huge no-no. Like, just show up and stay in the tent, for God's sake. Yeah, or it just, you know, and in the end, he got involved in a plot against yeah. her. You know, again, which, uh, you know, against your own mother? Huh? Don't maybe. do that. Don't do that. Maybe, of course, maybe he didn't know that he was actually her son. Um, but I still find it hard to believe that she would do that rather than just like have him locked up permanently yeah. in the tower. Hit him or something across like the that. face, a couple yeah. times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Give so. him a good spanking. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about another candidate who is Arthur Dudley. Dudley showed up in the court of uh, Philip of Spain in 1587 and claimed to be the son of Robert Dudley and Elizabeth. He said he, he said that he was raised unaware of this by a guy named Robert Southern, who told him on his deathbed who he really was. And Dudley uh, fled the country, he said, because he was afraid that Elizabeth's agents would murder him to keep the secret that he now knew. Which makes no sense. Yeah, I know. Uh, I mean, if they were going to kill you, they'd have killed you a long time ago. Well, yeah. They have no idea when you were told the truth. Well, the only guy, the only guy who knew was the guy who told him who died immediately afterwards, right. you know, Robert mm-hmm. Southern. So mm-hmm. if he just kept his mouth shut, he was perfectly safe. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so I'm not sure how much of that makes sense. Arthur Dudley did actually exist. There's strong evidence, at least, that he did. There's, there's mention of him, even in the records in Elizabeth's court, that they were aware that he showed up at Philip's court in Spain. Mm-hmm. The thing that, though he showed up in the court, it's really suspected that he wasn't really who he said he was. And by that, I mean he wasn't. He may not have actually been Arthur Dudley, because yeah. there were spies everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it seems like there's a, some research that indicates that he was a spy who really stuck to his story That's, and uh, would not let it go. That is what a lot of people believed at the time. Yeah. yeah. And so it's, uh, I, it's, I don't know too many people that take this guy seriously. I mean, he was, he was around. He, he did make these claims, uh, but he was probably just an imposter. You think? And, and when do we know um, 
When would he have, how old was he? When would he have been born? He would have been born, well, it depending, I've heard various a- estimates, but based on his, his age, it was, it was estimated that he was about 25, I think, and that he would have been born maybe in 1561. Okay. And uh, so in summer of 1561, there was one significant thing, which was that Elizabeth was ill. She, got, uh, she had this um, spell where she came down with edema, which is swelling of the mm. tissues. And, uh, it was, was called dropsy at the time, right? Exactly. And uh, maybe she could have been pregnant, uh, you know, and she was bedridden and all that. And that so this is also around and how the time. Old, that, and sorry, how old would she have been? Uh, she would have been 28. Yeah, okay. I mean, okay. You know? okay. I mean, but, yeah. I, I, at that, as, as someone who is currently 28 years old at that time, that seems like it would be late to be pregnant. In, in that day and age? Yeah, yeah, in that day and age. That seems like a late um, pregnancy. Yeah. We're talking, you know, people are getting pregnant at 15, 16, 17, mm. maybe as early as 13, 14. Maybe. You know, to carry a baby to term and have it be healthy and survive. Mm-hmm. It's not um, unheard of. Certainly it's not unheard of, but it seems... it's. It's yeah, late. I mean, it's yeah. the older you get, the harder it is. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I understand. Yeah, that, and with modern I'm... medicine, it's like fine. But at those times when we were like, oh hey, yeah, leeches, that'll yeah. solve your problem, no yeah, problem. Yeah. I or know. Uh, what was it they were given? They would give uh, mothers during or after childbirth ergot. Did you guys know that? Yeah. I just oh, heard really? this recently. Yeah. And it, it, Here's it some mold thickened for the you. blood. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, no, you're gonna be good. It's some mold. It's fine. Yeah. Just eat it. <laughs> just chew on this. I know your body thinks that that's poison. Yeah, but no. just eat it anyway. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's why a lot of that stuff was like uh, like alcohol, for example, it makes you feel better, makes yeah. you feel good. Yeah, it's, it's really kind of poison. Uh-huh. But I, and so and things like like bloodletting and stuff like yeah. uh, well, what happened? The, the blood pressure drop would make you high, it would make you lightheaded and mm-hmm. feel and, and you and would feel think better. that's fine. And they would, and they they concluded, hey, you know, this yeah. must be beneficial because they they report feeling better. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. Okay. But yeah. Twenty eight. Mm, uh, Twenty eight is possible. I it's mean, possible. It's yeah. totally possible. It's totally possible. Uh, and the fact that she was sick with dropsy, which you know, bedridden for a couple months, bedridden, kind of swollen, swollen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Maybe she was pregnant. I don't know. Uh, well, let's let's go go on for our next. Well, I, I'm sorry. Just quickly, wasn't that about the same time that Francis Bacon? Was mm-hmm. yeah, it was born too. Okay. Yeah, just so, want to make sure. So was either Francis Bacon, aka Shakespeare, or was Arthur Dudley, um, or neither one, or neither. Yeah. yeah, or she actually just had edema. Yeah, probably that's what it was. I mean, I can't, I can't imagine. I mean, I know edema causes swelling, but that'd be a lot of swelling. You know, I mean, to to be actual pregnancy sized. I, uh, I mean, I I every woman carries a pregnancy different, and uh. You know, I've seen pictures of people who I like didn't believe are pregnant who are like nine months pregnant. And I've also seen pictures of people who are nine months pregnant that I think like you're just obese. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard to tell. It's just it's hard to tell. Everybody carries a pregnancy differently. And if you've got all these corsets and you're kind of bedridden and people are thinking, oh, you're sick, it's possible. Mm. I don't know. I'm not willing to discount it. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go on to our next suspect, who was Edward de Vere, 17th Earl of Oxford, uh, who, of course, was also rumored to be William Shakespeare. <laughs> I know. Of course, yeah. I know, I know. I'm not, I'm, I don't know. I mean, there's a whole huge uh, community out there of people who are, or are 
arguing back and forth on this guy was Shakespeare or this guy was Shakespeare. And they have all kinds of theories and evidence and yeah. everything. It's, it's, and again, that may be an episode in their Who, future. you never know. I don't know. I yeah. mean, we're going to have to get some serious scholarly work done if we're going to do that. Yeah. I mean, these guys are these guys are hardcore. I mean, these guys aren't just guys on Reddit or anything like that. They're writing books about hey. this. Yeah. <laughs> and not Redditors slamming, write books. Not that I'm slamming Reddit, but yeah. This is a little more scholarly. Um, but anyway, back to our thing. The offspring of, of Oxford and Elizabeth would have been a guy named Henry Riosley, uh, who was born in 1573. And I don't know whatever went on to happen to Henry, but uh, there's not much out there on him. But at this time, Elizabeth would have had to have been about 40, which causes me a little bit of doubt. I, that 40, seriously, at that age. And, and yeah, that there's no age, way. I mean, even yeah. now, 40. Even now, it's tough to get pregnant at 40. Yeah. 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 So uh, the problem I have with all these theories is that, uh, is that again, the, this all took place after she ascended to the throne. Except and for so, the first one. Yeah, except for the first one with, with Thomas. Uh, so it's like imagining it would have been a little easier than, say, Princess Diana going about her everyday business, pregnant, and not having the paparazzi not notice it. Yeah. But still, there's a lot of people around. There would have had to have been people attending to her at childbirth and stuff like that. So somebody you would think would have talked. Mm -hmm. You think? After, yeah, at least after the fact. Yeah. You would think. Yeah. You would imagine you, so. You can understand maybe while she was alive, you know, you're keeping somebody rich. There, There's no reason to talk, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's good reasons not to make the queen mad by, yeah. by running your oh, mouth. Yeah, but, absolutely. But at the same time, um, a lot of people would have written it down in their memoirs or their diaries, their journals... That would have been mentioned of it. I wanted to talk about one more suspect for a father, which was a guy named Miles Stafford. And he has re very recently been put forward by a guy named Seth Margolis, who published a novel called The Semper Sonnet. I don't think it's a, too much of a spoiler to, to reveal this, but Elizabeth does have a child uh, very early in the book. And again, which I want to I want to clarify is a work of fiction. But Seth uh, did a ton of research. He did a lot of research yeah. for this book. Uh, yeah. And so... Uh, let me give you a quick rundown of the plot. Uh, our protagonist is a woman named Lee Nichols. Uh, she's discovered a previously unknown sonnet by William Shakespeare. When she goes public with it, all hell breaks loose. <laughs> and she finds out that some people really, really want that sonnet for reasons you'll discover if you read the book. Uh, so anyway, it's, 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 a, fu it's a fun read. It, uh, Seth, uh, we actually were able to get a hold of him. He was, he was kind enough to actually answer some questions about Elizabeth and his research and, and, uh, and his book. And so let's talk to Seth here for a sec. So Seth, uh, thanks for thanks for talking to us. We really appreciate it. And uh, I guess my first question for you is that uh, you have found a new potential father uh, for a child that Elizabeth might have had, named Miles Stafford. So did Miles really exist? No, so I'm sorry to say. <laughs> it's okay. It was much. I, I found it much more interesting to invent him and then dispatch him quickly. You never really hear from him, other than that he had um, this um, rare genetic disorder that uh, passed on the this um, tendency to shivering, as someone calls it in the book, uh -huh. um, which I thought was an interesting um, sort of way to keep his sort of lineage alive. Was you know not in a particularly positive way. Um, it also made it, you know, when you're writing a thriller, it made it interesting because, you know, when the um, 
uh, Lee Nicholson, the 21st century heroine of the book, would come across um, various locations um, where the Filer family lived. Mm-hmm. Um, she would find, see, for instance, two fireplaces in one room and realize you know, that became an indication that these people who live there had a real obsession with staying warm. Uh-huh. So that's the one thing that, my, that I had my fictional father of the... Um, of the Elizabethan offspring um, uh, pass on to his uh, to his descendants, yeah. um, and of course the name Filer, you know, as you know, because you read the book, it's full of wordplay, and the you know the word Filer um, is a, an adaptation of the French word feast for son and er, of course, for Elizabeth Rex, and French was the the main language spoken at the time, or a version of it in the Elizabethan court. So it was like you know it was interesting or likely that she um, would have had if she had a child, might have given him that name just as a sort of sly reference to who his, his, his at least his mother was. So in real life, uh, one candidate for uh, a child was uh, Elizabeth uh, that's really popular with a lot of people is Robert Devereaux. What do you think about him as, as a suspect? And, right. He was one of several people that she sort of showered her um, r- uh, royal pleasures on in ways that that um, mystified people at the time, you know, why him? And uh, so there were always rumors. And she did, she did uh, have a, um, a very close relationship with his father, um, Robert Dudley, oh, yeah. um, also known as um, Lester. And, you know, I think she had his bedroom move next to hers. And, uh-huh. you know, there were all sorts of, so, you know, if, if there was going to be an, uh, an offspring, it would have been most likely with him. And there was actually, um, there was someone named Arthur Dudley who surfaced at one point who claimed to be the offspring of the two of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, showed, showed up at Philip of Spain's place. Yeah, because the Catholics never never saw her as a legitimate, well, as a legitimate period, but as a legitimate monarch of England. So if they could find any sort of scandal that would, um, you know, add further um, illegitimacy to her, it would work to their ends. And in fact, in, in my book, that's one of the reasons that she um, disguises the fact that she had a child was that it would just, it would imperil her um her claim to the throne. And of course, in the Sempersonic, she has the child before she becomes queen. Um, most of the rumors about, or the theories about her having a child, have her having the child while she was queen. And, 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 there's, and as I said, there's so many of them. You know, she, at one point, um, she, uh, she took to her bed, she had some sort of mysterious um, illness um, which I think they called at the time dropsy, um, but today we would call it edema, which is the swelling in the in midsection. So, of course, if you, um, and I think that's pretty much historical fact that she had, that she was taken to her bed with dropsy or edema and that she um, had a, a, a swollen abdomen. So if you're inclined to think that um, she had a child, this might have been a good time for that child to have been um, carried because she had, you know, she could have used that as an excuse to, to disguise her pregnancy. Our last question, you've done a lot more research on this really than we have. And so I guess I'd like to know, do you really think Elizabeth had a child? You know, I don't know. I would suspect not. I tend to be a discounter of conspiracy theories. Um, And so, you know, it it was a really um, intriguing idea for a novel. And there are bits and pieces of her life and the circumstances around it that might lead you to think she had a child. Um, But I, I tend to think she didn't. But, you know, I think it's sort of like, 
you know, if you think about the Kennedy assassination, again, I'm not a conspiracy theorist in general, so I think Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone. But a lot of people just feel that it's in, in, it's just unthinkable that this great man who was so beloved at the time and, and maybe even more so in retrospect could be brought down by one lunatic with good aim. It, you want it to be a conspiracy because it seems unfitting that such a great person could be eliminated by such a nobody. With Elizabeth, there's a similar frustration that, you know, arguably the greatest certainly the greatest monarch in, in, in English history and maybe one of the great leaders in world history just ended. You know, her, her, her line ended uh, with her death and the Tudors were, were no more, her genes were no more. How could that be? It just, it, it doesn't seem fitting somehow. Um, so people constantly want her to, um, to have left something behind. Um, and, and in a way, that's the, I think that's part of the fascination with her in general, and it's, and it's certainly the reason that a lot of these um, theories uh, continue to flourish, and it's really the reason I wrote the book. All right, Seth, I, I, I tend to think you're probably right. Uh, I, I, I think that uh, it's unlikely, like you say, people just can't accept it, and people love to speculate about royalty. That's just a major sport here in, in America and Europe. We don't uh, have anyway, royalty here. Yeah, well, we do. It's British royalty. A lot of people seem to worship those people. Anyway, thanks, uh, thanks again to Seth for talking to us. Uh, his book, if you care to pick it up and read it, is called The Semper Sonnet. It's out now. It's out now. It's a fun little book. Oh, yeah, it's a fun read. Uh, now, back to our mystery for a second here. Uh, there's one other permutation of this, which is that she didn't have a child because she couldn't have a child because she was actually a guy. Oh God! Yeah, I yeah. Okay, I'm gonna let you run with this one because I I want to have a heyday with it. I just uh, want to let you tell the story because this one is so outlandish to me. It is. It is. But it's uh, crazy. It's funny to me because it's so crazy. This story actually has a pretty good pedigree, though. It does. You know that it's sometimes called the Bisley Boy, and it begins with Bram Stoker, who you may have heard of. If you haven't heard of him, he's the guy who wrote Dracula. Which is is a toothy book. Yeah, it is. Uh, Actually, a pretty influential book when you think about it. It's got some bite. Stoker claimed the story is actually not something he made up, but it actually originated in the village of Bisley in Gloucestershire, uh, which is where he heard the original story from the the locals. And he wrote about it in a book called Famous Imposters, which he published in 1910. So according to Stoker's story, Elizabeth was sent to Bisley in 1543 or 1544, dates are a little vague, due to a plague outbreak in London. And I checked and there was some plague uh, at loose in London at that time, although it was not the Great Plague, which was the one that really slaughtered a lot of people. But ironically, in Bisley, she got sick and died anyway. And her governess, Cat Ashley, you remember her, uh, learned that Henry VIII was on his way for a visit. So what to do? This is actually kind of like a sitcom, you know, where you've, you've... and you're taking care of your friend's cat, and the, yeah. cat, and the cat gets killed. You've got to go find a duplicate. Wasn't there, like, didn't Kramer pull that once or uh, something on Seinfeld? Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a well-recycled yes. plot line. Yeah, it is. So Cat uh, combed the village looking for a little girl who looked similar to Elizabeth and couldn't find anybody. And by the way, you know, isn't that weird? You know, some people are coming around looking at your kids saying, uh, can we borrow your kid for like a couple of decades? For the royalty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that would have been t- that would have been tricky. Yeah. Uh, but then she had an idea. Uh, there was this little boy who lived nearby and Elizabeth had actually been playing with him somewhat. And he was thin and pale and about the same size and had reddish hair like Liz. And so she had this idea that, well, we'll swap... We'll swap the, the, the little boy in. We'll dress him in girls' clothes, 
and Henry will be totally fooled. And so Henry's an idiot. <laughs> yeah, uh, and of course he was fooled because he's an idiot. Yeah, right. and uh, uh, the, the other question he didn't is, notice the hair dye. Yeah, <laughs> what I'm what I'm curious about is that Bram Stoker. I'll take his word for it that he honestly was told this story. But how had they kept this for centuries? I mean, he said that. They were so isolated that the story just never got out. That's what he actually wrote. I read that. I read part of his, his famous imposter's book. It doesn't make any sense to me, but okay. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, well, anyway, here's, here, here are Bram Stoker's reasons why it probably is true. Number one, Elizabeth was very secretive. She seemed to have a big secret, some people said. Uh, number two, she was very close to her inner circle, just several people. She treated them all very favorably, kept them all close. And that was probably her way of... Are we, I'm sorry, are we debunking this now? Or are we just... no, not yet, not yet. Okay, no. great. Not yet, hold uh, on. Uh, uh, she refused to marry. Uh, there were rumors that she couldn't bear children. Uh, there was apparently, he says, I had no way of checking this. I didn't, there was that correspondence between Elizabeth and Catherine Parr. Apparently, the, the style of those letters changed after this, after this, the, the uh-huh. swap. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of her teachers felt that she was way too smart and clear thinking to be a woman. Insert, <laughs> insert Devin scoffing here. I'm laughing at the absurdity I'm of just, that. I'm like, a, I'm like actually offended by that. This is like thousands of years later, and I am offended. Uh, thousands. Take it up with the... Thousands. Yeah, take it up with Bram. Uh, it's going, thousands, keep okay? Keep going, ignore, just keep going. I am obviously uh, not a man, uh, so I am not as smart and clear thinking uh, well, as Queen Elizabeth Devin, was. can I point something out? It's hundreds. Steve and I always solve our mysteries. You do, you and I don't. Do. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Actually, Joe, can I point something out? Yeah. Only you ever solved the mystery. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait. Can I point something out? Mm. Joe's a liar. He never solved the mystery. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> Uh, let's let's get back. What to else it. do we have here? Oh, let's see. She had a large wig collection, which yeah. obviously she was probably using to cover up uh, male, male pattern baldness. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's she, why I have them. Yeah, she had only a few regular doctors, and she refused to ever see any other doctors because they're going to find out that guess what? She's mm-hmm. got something going on down there. Uh, and she also <laughs> insisted that no autopsy be done after her death. Uh huh. So okay, all those good reasons. Great. Yeah. Uh, but on the other hand, it's still hard to believe Henry VIII was such an idiot that he wouldn't notice that there was a little uh, yeah. while, he, while the royalty didn't spend all day every day with their child, mm-hmm. they would know what their child looked like. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's a difficult one. Yeah, and, and, and frankly, you know, it's, it's a really big gamble because you've got to hope you've not only found yourself a little boy who sort of resembles Elizabeth, but who actually has some acting skills. Yeah. And knows something about Elizabeth's life. And, and so that was a big chance that Kat was taking there. Uh, the other reason, the, the wigs. Uh, Elizabeth, there were people that actually saw her without her wigs on. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't bald. She had a full head of hair. It was no, gray. she didn't. She didn't have a full head of hair. Yeah. She had smallpox scars. Because mm-hmm. she got smallpox at one point. Oh, that's right. She did have smallpox. Yeah. Luckily and for she, her, she, she had it. pretty severe scarring from it. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the reasons that I've seen listed that she had. She got uh, she had more wigs after that was to mm-hmm. cover the bald spots that were caused by the scars. Yeah, but it wasn't male pattern. No, it wasn't. Yeah. No, it wasn't my hairline, mm-hmm. oh. which is a very shallow hairline, mm-hmm. by the way. I so would close to my ears. Way back there. I would. I would also suspect that uh, like a symptom of lead poisoning. <laughs> There's always that. You know, a lot of a lot of dishware in those days was made of lead. 
They found the, out that lead was so malleable, you could hammer it into all kinds of nice shapes. You uh, know, and, and right, no, but and, and I, I keep bringing stuff. that up because the white face paint that they used was literally lead-based. Oh, yeah. So the, the white face paint that Elizabeth would have been slathering all over her face and putting on her lips mm-hmm. every day was lead. Uh-huh. It was like so much lead. Uh-huh. Yeah. I know. But all, I guess also like lead leads to infertility. Does. Lead poisoning yeah. does lead, lead into fertility, so that's a problem too. Mm-hmm. It, lo- it leads to a lot, a lot of, of stuff. organ issues. Yeah, but I mean those are... Yeah. Lead I was, keep bringing uh, that up because of, she smeared it all over her face all the time. Oh yeah. But again, there was a lot of lead in everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, they were absolutely. ingesting it all the time yeah. too. Yeah. But I mean, no, no. I, yeah. yeah. Yeah, not good for you. But... Yeah. No, it does very bad things. No, yeah. Oh, back to back to our, our she was a guy thing. Apparently, uh, Elizabeth did have periods because Philip of Spain was, as you know, interested in knowing whether she could bear children because he was, still thought there was a chance that he was going to get to marry her. Of course, he wanted an heir. But his spies bribed the queen's launderers for details of whether she was menstruating. Oh, because, yeah, did she ever cycle? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and the answer came back, well, yeah, she uh, she is menstruating. Ob- obligatory yeah. just because you get your period doesn't mean that you're fertile statement. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess that's true. Noted. Yeah. Uh, what's the other thing? Uh, she often wore dresses with low necklines. Have yeah. you met a drag queen ever, though? I, yeah, yeah I was going to ask, what the, what, what the hell does that mean? Yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't know how. What, are you saying that she she couldn't have been because she would have had a hairy chest if she was a dude? None of her portraits seem to have her be particularly busty. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's true. She could have been had. Should have been a guy with a push up bra kind yeah. of thing. I mean, she on. wore those really tight corsets. So. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that I was thinking of. Okay, so uh, holy hell, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually defend this for a go. second. Yeah. Uh, is that to have the the voice of a woman and to have some of the the lighter build? Mm-hmm. There's an easy way t- to have a boy do that castration, castration, yeah, I know. <laughs> which is to make him yeah. a eunuch, and then the testosterone doesn't kick in, and all that pesky hair doesn't show up. That's well, a good point. And actually, frankly, I'm looking at pictures, you know, portraits of Elizabeth now, and they're all like very flat chested. Mm-hmm. And she also had the neck ruffle that she loved to wear that would also cover up the right. you know difference between her neck. But they are very flat-chested. That was what was in style at that point, I know. Um, yeah, corsets were rather tight. Well, they were tight, but they also, that was in style, was to have no boobs mm-hmm. at that time. So, no cleavage, no nothing. You know, I don't know, maybe. Yeah, I can't imagine that ever being in style, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> what else have you got on here? Not much else. I mean, uh, you know, if... if it's hard to believe they could have castrated the the kid because if, if somebody said, "Hey, you know, just to, just to make this whole Liz charade work out, we're gonna have to castrate you," I think I would be like slipping out the back door and heading on home. Do you think even if somebody was like, "But literally, you will be the richest person in this country and you will rule it"? <laughs> That's true. But still. I watched I watched Amadeus, and that kid was kind of down with it. Yeah. I can see this being okay. Yeah, okay. All right. Okay, we'll go with that then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Liz got castrated, and then that, uh, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Thank you. That caught me actually, off guard. Yeah. Keep actually, going. Okay. Actually, uh, over at Elizabeth, I don't know if you guys looked at the Elizabeth files. Oh Lord, how could I not? Yeah. It is a huge trove of oh, information. Yeah. 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 It is amazing. Actually, we'll post a link to the Elizabeth files if you're really interested in, in learning more about Elizabeth. It's it's pretty cool. It's, it's well written, well organized. There, uh, it is well organized. It is. It 
it is one of those sites. I've said this about sites before is I feel like there is so much information on them that it's overwhelming. I, I read two or three or four articles. I don't remember how many I read on there. And then they would keep coming up in searches. And I just stopped going there because there was so much detail. It's quite well done. Oh, yeah. No, it is. It's yeah, just well-researched. Totally. It's definitely authoritative. But I got this little tidbit from uh, from the Elizabeth Files, which was that uh, at some point uh, during marriage negotiations with the, various, the various monarchs around Europe, a panel of doctors examined Elizabeth. What? Yeah, to see if she could still bear children. I mean, this is a real big deal back in those days. Oh, boy. And, okay. yeah, they came to the conclusion that she could. Well, I'm um, not sure how they could have examined her that closely to determine she could have children without noticing that she had a little something extra down, down there, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. you think? Yeah, you would ex- you would probably yeah you would notice if Elizabeth was actually a dude. Mm-hmm. Let's be fair. Yeah, I think yeah. you would. Although yeah. a- again, in fairness, just examining somebody doesn't mean that you're going to be able to tell if they can have a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how you tell that either. I don't know. <sighs> okay, well, so okay to answer our questions, uh, did she send the Roanoke colonists off to their death? <laughs> yes, for Roanoke. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, mm-hmm. she did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She actually, like, uh, uh, when they opened up their food supplies, they found there was nothing but lead makeup in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Lead makeup and neck ruffles. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty uh, sure. And a little note. Said, Keep warm with uh-huh. this. <laughs> Sucks to be you. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, the next question, did she have a child? Uh, I'm kind of doubting it. Um, maybe, but I really kind of doubt it. I think we would have heard something. I, I, I don't know, because I have a hard time with, unless it was... Even if it was somebody like, like Seymour or somebody after the fact, there were ways for, for contraception and there were practices post-copulation, you know, for making sure that a pregnancy didn't uh, didn't come to full term. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These things happen. And those things, like I mentioned earlier, I mean, I, I saw stuff in the reading that that yeah. can have a permanent yeah. effect on a woman's oh, ability yeah. oh, sure. to be able to bear children. Mm-hmm. So I, I could see how that, that's yeah. that's why, why I lean. I mean, I, I don't think that she was actually the virgin queen. Oh, God, no. I don't think that <laughs> she abstained for her entire no, life. No, no. Mm-hmm. So that's why no. that's why I lean to that direction. Yeah, no, yeah. I think if she was pregnant, it had to have happened before she ascended to the throne. If she ever had a child, it mm-hmm. would have had, had make, to have happened before be she was sense, the queen. Yeah. You know, and I, but I do agree. It seems unlikely, but it's possible. But I also totally disagree with the whole idea that Obviously, William Shakespeare has to be the child of Elizabeth. Like, oh, that's, that's just that's just fun times. Yeah. That's silly to me. Nah, but I, yeah. I I don't think she probably had a child. But if she did, it was very early in her life, and that person would have been raised totally separate from her, mm-hmm. well, and probably been. unlikely, probably not of her own consent. Right? I mean, they, that baby would have been taken away from her oh, early absolutely. in her life. Yeah, it would have been like you know, you're, you're not even going to know who your kid yeah. is. Probably yeah. Yeah. that would be my which guess. would be a disincentive to ever do it. Again. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, it would be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Last question. Uh, was she a guy? I vote no. no. <laughs> okay. All right. Fine. Uh, well, I guess that's it for this week. Uh, do you have any thoughts about this? If uh, if you're descended from Elizabeth, of course, uh, we would love to hear from you. So, especially if your name is Prince Harry. Yeah. So, <laughs> write us at Thinking Sideways Podcast. He's oh, not going to email you, Devin. That's it. So write us at. Uh, Thinking Sideways Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, there's also our website, of course, Thinking Sideways Podcast.com. Uh, you can listen to the episodes. You can check the links that we put up for further information. And we will put up a link to the Elizabeth Files. Yep. And, and there's a 
ton of stuff out there. You'll enjoy it. Uh, we're on iTunes, so subscribe, leave us a review and a rating. And we love those really good ratings, especially. Uh, as for streaming, you can stream us all over the place. So, you know, no, we don't have any recommendations there, really. Uh, we're on Facebook, Thinking Sideways Podcast, right? Yep. Uh, on Facebook, of course, we all have, we have our page and also the group. You can join the group. Yep. And you can, like, you know, there's all kinds of good... Be a groupie. Yeah, you can be a groupie. There's lots of good commentary and, and just conversation out there. Uh, we're on Twitter. We're thinking sideways. And, of course, we have a subreddit, which which has got some stuff going on yeah. every now and again, yeah. at least. Yeah. And last of all, we're on Patreon. So if you want to support the show, totally optional. But if you want to, you can go out and you can pledge a certain amount of money per episode. So be be aware of that. If you decide you want to get real generous and give us 50 bucks, just remember that's 50 bucks every episode. So, you know, which is careful. why we have things like the PayPal button. If you want to do a one time, do, yeah, do and that's more conducive to your budget, then yeah. that's yeah. why that's there. Yeah, you can do that. We got too. the merch too. Yeah, oh, we got buy merch. a sticker. We got merch. We got like t shirts and mugs and new stickers shirts. And yeah. All yeah. yeah, somebody stuff. bought the Mary Celeste the other day. That was oh, pretty oh, yeah, awesome. I saw that. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. I, I, I have not actually yet seen the Mary Celeste t shirt. I got to go out and look at it. What is your deal? I know. Something it's lots of things. Yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. No, I, I'm probably going to have to get one for myself. I but... thought about buying you one. Yeah, and then I decided it didn't. I decided, I'm going to get a bumper sticker for my car. Well, there I you really? go. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I buy buy bumper stickers by the gross and put them on all kinds of people's cars. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not endorsing no. that. No, probably Legally, not. Legally, no. Nah. Emotionally, yes. Yeah, I like it. Uh, so that's Patreon.com/slash Thinking Sideways or the um, website for merch. Or the website, yeah. For merch, yeah. All right, well, that's it for Elizabeth. Uh, another great historic mystery solved. Uh, so, yeah, you British people, please don't be offended by all this. Yeah, I don't think she had a kid. Yeah, you guys? I know. I'm not posh enough. <laughs> yeah, me neither. All right, bye, everybody. Bye, guys. Bye.